to Stock Talk Podcast, where topics are covered and questions are answered across all parts of the show stock industry. Get ready to learn and laugh with your hosts, Trevor Kirkpatrick and Corey Edge. Uh, for those that are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you choose to listen to your podcasts, um, we're on YouTube right this now. This is the first one, episode 70. Why not jump on YouTube now? Over almost a year and a half later, we decided to jump on the tube that is you. Yeah. So Here we are, YouTube. Uh, you get to see our ugly mugs, not just hear it now. Um, but if you're on the road like normal, um, it's the same old, same old. Uh, just know that this episode 70 will be on Facebook and our website now. Yes. So. Yep. I'm over here looking like the girl that ate the... Uh, the gum off of Willy Wonka in the Trailer Factory that turned into a blueberry. <laughs> what was her name? Violet Beauregard. Oh, my. Your, your memory's quite... <laughs> yeah, Corey's got a nice big old blue shirt on. Those who see that, yeah. uh, I kind of blend in the background, but we're here. We're doing it, uh, and, man, got a lot of stuff to cover, but first things first, uh, got to love our folks at Walton Webcasting. You can see on your screen down there, uh, Walton Webcasting is the place to go when you want to see anything livestock like you've never seen it before especially all these uh, virtual shows they got going on now true uh they do a really cool job it's almost like the real thing as close as we can get uh if yeah. you've missed them go to the archives and see any of the shows that, that's happened in the past um so easily done there with walton webcasting.com dot com i like dot com sites yes dot com sites uh stock talk dash podcast.com for those of you listening and watching that may not know where to go Head to our website. That's right. Because we got a lot of cool stuff. Um, dude, I don't know about you, but I've been really impressed with the just the lots that are selling right now. A baby calf. It's baby calf selling season right now. That's right. Uh, there's lots of spring sales happening on showcattleconnection.com uh, and showpig.com. There's no shortage of pigs being exchanged on that yeah. site either. So I saw uh, Wintex just had a bread gilt sale. So we're at that time between bread gilt sales and baby pig sales, like the end right. of baby pig sales, yep. getting into some bread gilt sales, yep. and always it's fall calf season now. I mean, yeah, got plenty of those spring calves. So, man, <sighs> all man, right. Um, you know, I I think um, we're just so thankful for our sponsors, and I also want to want to talk about something here. It's weighing heavy on my mind. We have different size mics. <laughs> this is the only thing uh big guy small mic small guy big mic uh if you have i mean those who may pay attention a little bit more um on my end the voice has been a little bit deeper and it's not because i'm going through puberty again it's because we just upgraded our <laughs> microphone <laughs> uh so Corey yeah. is on one of the older microphones uh as the industry evolves and becomes competitive we, we so evolve. We. Yeah. Um, however, it, it if you're wondering, this is the difference uh, that like $480 makes or $380 makes yeah, between microphones. That's the difference. Um, we're pumped. Uh, we're getting Corey another microphone. They have ran out of these things. So I'm thinking everybody's in quarantine thinking, yeah. why not just start a podcast? I mean, it kind of looks that way anyway. And the, the microphone Trevor's using, uh, Michael Jackson has used, Drake has used. Yeah. It's uh, the best you can probably get. Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Tom, Tom Segura. Segura. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> so. Yeah. Love that. Anyways, uh, we're, 
we're Just, almost we're, we're almost real podcasters. Yeah, and we're we're a little nerdy now because uh, we were into the tech thing. I mean, did you see this. our Facebook Live last night? Yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie, Trevor, I was real impressed. I I was trying to do things the right way, and man, your ideas came in play, and when and it meshes like that, it was awesome. So those who didn't un, uh, get to look at the showman contest, boy, that was an experience. Learned a lot. Holy cow. Um, Don't even get me started. Let's just go there. Corey, okay, get me what, started. Uh, what did you learn from putting on the showman contest? Um, and explain what the showman contest is for our non-pig people. Yeah, so the showman was a showmanship contest that Trevor had a brainchild with and that we discussed and decided to move forward with. And that was a a for show pigs only. Right. Um, we've been talked talked to by other folks right. that we should potentially do a multi-species version but after doing it once i feel real good about like going out on top yeah <laughs> maybe we'll do it again i don't know but anyway so it was a showmanship contest four divisions um we had great payouts we had some awesome um just really cool entries that were were good had a couple sheep entries by accident <laughs> whoops yeah wrong wrong contest when there's like pay to play i guess when there's 10 a weekend all species yeah. so um i was really i was really impressed with the not only just the numbers we had what 27 states 27 states yeah and and pick a top 10 from each division and did some cool payouts but you learn you learn a lot mm-hmm. i learned that no matter how many details you give there's still going to be questions right um i also learned to be more appreciative of people that put on shows right Big time. That was my biggest thing when mm-hmm. we did this was it looks easy. And those who are those associations who do it week in and week out, they make it look really easy. And I have a whole new appreciation more so than what I already did with uh, some of the show officials that I know and oh, and, yeah. and are there every every show we go to. But, um, you know, you, there's always going to be somebody upset for some reason. In, in in our defense, it was our first time not only running a show, but running a virtual show. Yeah, of its kind. Of it, and the first one of its kind. Yeah, yeah, you had to follow a course, and that was tough. But yeah. I learned a bunch. I mean, I also learned a bunch on the marketing side of things. Uh, through this, right. I've learned that, um, you know, you kind of have to reiterate things sometimes. The general public... Um, not only if it's on a graphic and it says at 7 p.m. on this date, you also should put it in your post right right to reiterate the fact so just little things like that i was i was uh intrigued to learn and um scheduling some of our events and learning some of the technology behind it i loved it i thought it was a lot of fun uh very very time consuming but i thought in result i was incredibly impressed with the kids well with COVID 19 we got nothing but time that's right that's right got nothing but time um i yeah and one thing that i probably should say too in regards to you know kind of what you learn putting on shows is that there is actually a lot more people that are thankful and understanding like we had countless people that sent us messages or emails or whatever thanking us for doing what we did and and there was probably less that were but the negative ones stick out yep they were they're always louder yep but there was a outpour of uh appreciation which we appreciate itself we appreciate your appreciation yeah. So, Appreciation Nation. Uh, let's talk about our judges. I think we need to give 
both of them yes. a shout out. Yep. Um, I'll start with Brianna Lawyer. Uh, she did our novice and intermediate divisions. Uh, you guys can hear her full episode. Uh, I forget what number it is. Uh, it's called uh, Beefcake and something. Boy, it's really beefcake gonna... and moonshine. Or moonshine something. and beefcake. Moonshine that, and that beefcake. Was it. Yep. Uh, so uh, we went to Blackhawk with her. An incredible mind um, from Indiana. Very thorough job on the youngins of the novice, and then jumped up to the intermediates. Probably one of the most, arguably the most competitive division. So yeah, we appreciated no their time. And something cool about them. I don't know if they want us to say this or not, but they donated their time. They did, and yeah. that that spoke a lot of their appreciation for what we're doing and what the kids are trying to do. And, uh, you know, we're definitely going to uh, take them out to eat or get something under their belt. But for sure. uh, those who plan on doing a virtual show don't expect that every time. But I, this is so new. We had no idea uh, what to charge them and they didn't know uh, what to what to ask for fee either. So uh, very appreciative of Brianna and, of course, Kane and Austin. Which you can- yeah. Yeah, Kane uh Kane judged the the juniors and the seniors. And what was I thought was really cool about both of our, our showmanship judges is both of them have actually stepped in the ring at a national right. show and and done at that level. And I think that's kind of what we wanted for this this show. I thought the 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 comfort level and experience with evaluating kids from all over the country is is really important i think when it comes to uh a show like this especially but um yeah kane and brie did an awesome job and kane um you know he he admitted to us that he's probably not just the most tech savvy person out there um but did an awesome job getting it done and i really loved his his uh quotes he had some friday night lights quotes yeah (laughs) i'm telling you he uh, was so thorough too i mean both of them did good but i mean even the comments the after the first round he sent very thorough comments back to the ones that didn't make the top 10 and just a really awesome pair of judges that we had uh privilege to work for now let's talk a little bit more about kane and what he has going on yeah trev throw up the graphic i've never had to say that on our podcast before <laughs> but now that we're on youtube too it's kind of cool uh so the salt city virtual showdown uh a really cool event happening um that uh, entries are open uh, oh it's it's a Hutch, Hutchison Community College Livestock Judging Sponsored Event, um, and, and it's on a virtual stock show. So the same platform we use for the showman. Um, but some important information to remember about the Salt City Virtual Showdown, um, that uh, entries are open on May 22nd and close May 25th. So that's coming right up. Uh, those close at 7 p.m. Uh, Central. And... Um, you can get your your video window is May eighteenth to the twenty fifth. So, um, and it's all species. And it's all species, yes. And those results will be announced via Facebook Live on May thirty first. Uh, the show is open to youth twenty one and under in in North America, the That's whole right. world of North America. Twenty one and under. Yes, all species. Thirty dollar entry fee. Um, showmanship is no charge that's pretty cool so it'll be interesting to see how they evaluate that um and then there's going to be banners to the top five in each species and cash payouts to the top five and breed winners so there's more information coming soon make sure to stay tuned to facebook at uh, hutch cc livestock judging and at virtualstockshow.com so 
really cool event. I'm uh, uh, the more and more of these virtual shows that pop up, I, I just think the more opportunities kids get to show. And yeah, I love that. And you know, there's been a little bit of talk about uh, what the virtual shows are going to do in the future mm-hmm. uh, when we get back to normalcy and uh, if they'll stay around and so on and so forth. So that's probably a, another discussion for another guest someday. Um, but that's a it's an intriguing thought of if they're going to stick around and everybody's going to get back in the ring. Uh, I've said that a couple times. So, uh, but yeah, I I had a blast managing that show, and and that was probably one of the first ones we get to do by ourselves. Right. We've always helped out with other shows, rather it be run a board or be part of a board itself on uh, you know a committee. Um, but running it, it was um, it was a lot of uh, ups and downs, but high payout. I think high reward. Uh, yes, uh, ups and downs for sure, and I don't know. And now, now that I know what goes into managing a show, I think it, it honestly should should be more thought about prior to. Like, right. like we, I mean, I thought we did a really nice job of of laying out everything that needed to happen. Tried our hardest anyway. Right, but like, it makes me think back to shows that happened down down south. Mm-hmm. Right, the alternative, uh, the keep it weird jackpot. Uh, we had some guests on that talked about that and and i think one of the the toughest things that they had to do was they had to do all that in such a short turnaround right. and if they didn't have people that knew how show management worked that would have been quite the deal to put together totally um, agree and so like man i i think one of the most important if you're thinking about managing a show or starting a show um you you need experience going to them yep that's and, right. And and especially in this virtual space, you also need to understand the species of livestock that you're trying to get videos of. Right. The hardest part about this virtual deal that we ran into was the weather. And it's so right. unpredictable. And really, if a live show, too, if you're getting uh, thunderstorm threats and that Nader. kind of thing, a tornado rolling through or whatever, uh, that's so unpredictable. So how do you adjust accordingly? And we decided uh, to open up our deadline a little bit because there was so much weather throughout the entire country on the west coast there was a lot of wind and uh mid the midwest was entirely uh torrential downpour so uh we opened up our date for a couple extra days and not everybody was happy about that but everybody could resubmit another video that's the best way we found out and we're glad we did because there was more people who were exposed to the opportunity right well you know i'm not really all that flexible of a person uh when it comes to physical capabilities um, but you know, I thought we were about as flexible as Gumby when it comes to we putting tried. that show together. We tried. Yeah. Uh, one of the, <laughs> it, one of the funniest things, and, and I don't think we've told this story yet, but when we got submissions for this, we, and I kind of alluded to it earlier, we, we had misentries from some sheep. Yeah. And we were a little confused when we got the video. <laughs> so also when it comes to managing a show. One of the things I learned is to expect the unexpected. That's right. That is right. No yeah. doubt. Sheep. I mean, I'm a sheep guy, but I really thought that was pretty funny. I hey, whatever. Whatever. Um, Kirky, we we've got a lot going on here at Stock Talk, and one of the, my favorite things that we've got going on now is a new segment. Hats off. Those of you who were listening could not uh, see what I just did, but just took my hat off, and it was probably more action than needed. Uh, but. <laughs> it was a lot of action. <laughs> uh, so also, I would also like to let people know that if you're expecting there to be a guest on this on this show today, on our episode number 70. Right, we should probably say that. 
There's not one. This is us. Every 10 episode, guys. You Every should 10 know that episodes, by now. If you're a fan, you should know. Also, this is our As first... everybody starts clicking off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. We're not going to hear from anybody. Uh, but uh, we've got um, we've got our first YouTube out, so... That's right. That's what we're going to do. Well, let's, um, let's jump over to Hats Off. Hats Off is a new segment Trevor and I have come up with. Brought to you by... Fierce Threads, and our good folks at Big Paul Lifestyle Company. Uh, if those of you that don't know what Big Paul Lifestyle is, it's a brand of clothing line that uh, the awesome team at Fierce Threads came up with. Um, boy, Jenna Stanley has just one wild creative mind, and this stuff is cool. Did you see the Trump shirts now? What? They have Trump shirts that says he has big paws. Nice. Yeah. I don't know how to take that. So uh, we've got the be nice and we've got Trump shirts. So they're all uh, across the spectrum there. Uh, but the like Stanleys it. are on the forefront of the livestock apparel. Yes. And if screen printing and embroidery, you guys know all of our stuff comes from them. True. And so should yours. Um, Fear-threads.com or the Big Paul Lifestyle Company. Follow them on social media and uh, get your apparel done with them today. Or tomorrow. Or whatever. Or you should have done it yesterday, really. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm wearing a stock talk hat right now. Yep. Richardson 220, this, highly recommend. This is a Kirkpatrick hat. Very uh, nicely done by Pierce Threads before we even had yep. the podcast. Nice. Well, you pay for what you get. That's right. That's quality. It's quality. Um, who's your hat go off to this week, Trev? Man, I thought about this a bunch. So, uh, by the way, I've mowed my yard like four times this week it seems the Dude, heat. I can't I, I've I've had so much rain I've like I've had to take breaks between storms yeah so that there's rain then there's heat and with that comes growth of grass so uh, this all comes to my uh, point of I when I mow I think a bunch or when I power wash I think a bunch oh yeah or when you know I've got time to myself driving so I've been doing a little bit more of that lately and I'm keeping a list now of who my hat's gonna go off to and I uh, listen to some other podcasts, and you, I get on the news every morning while I'm drinking coffee and whatnot. How old are you? Uh, well, depends on who you ask, I guess. <laughs> uh, 67. Yeah. I feel like I'm very, very old. But uh, anyway, my hat this week goes off to um, those on the quote-unquote front line, particularly health workers. Oh. Um, so we were at the uh, Cleveland Hospital um, not too long ago. Uh, won't go into details there, but... Uh, just saw a lot of very tired faces, mm. uh, very f faces that were just annoyed um, with angry patients or visitors. We were obviously visitors, so we had to walk in uh, with, I did not have a mask, and they were very irritable that I didn't have one, so I should have known better. Um, but the point is, there's, we sat down and, and waited for the nurse to come down to, to show us, uh, you know, we had some, some things to bring in or whatever. And um, there was a lot of visitors who were really, really mad that they weren't able to go into the hospital and uh, visit their family. For an instance, a guy walks in and his daughter just had surgery. Don't know what kind, mm. but um, the nurse at the desk is no, it's own. You cannot go up there, particularly after a surgery. It's one family member per family. They called the nurse up there, and the the mom was already up there. Oh, okay, and did not look like there was any communication there anymore. And he got quite frustrated and very vocal. And I we we're all just kind of sitting there watching this happen. 
And that's where I wrote down in my notes, um, this week my hat goes off to any of, of you in that position of healthcare, mm. uh, rather it be a nurse, uh, in any way, shape, or form, a, um, surgical or physical therapy, whatever it is, um, you guys are on the front line, and this is a serious time. Uh, rather people want to joke about it or not, um, any virus is serious. Uh, so my hat goes off to you folks who have to put on four masks and a, a shield with your scrubs and um, probably have to take it off before you even get to the house and then shower and the whole shebang. Uh, my hat goes off to you guys. This will get over soon. We're we're talking about asking if we're going to have any livestock shows, and then here's these folks in the front line every single day, right. just hoping to get some naps. Naps are good. Yeah. So naps are real hat good. goes off to you, healthcare workers. That's good. Uh boy, that's a good one. Um, this week my hat goes off to. It's tough because I've thought about it too. And which one do you want to say? Right. But I've often been thinking, um, you know, what makes the show stock industry go round? And one of those one of those things uh, is facilities. Mm. So my hat goes off to the engineering brains of some of the people that have built show barns that are just immaculate. Oh, I love that one. Yep. So my hat goes off to you because uh, I'm jealous. <laughs> And uh, I want you to come design my show barn. And um, nine times out of ten, um, my wife doesn't trust me to hang a picture. Yeah. Um, even though I did build my own desk, check out my Instagram. Sweetness. Uh, yeah. Sweetness. Uh, Corey Edge on Instagram. I don't really know what my Instagram handle is. Actually, uh, my future mother-in-law was asking about that. Like, oh, really? I just saw Corey built something. Yeah. It's like, yep, big old desk that I want one just like it. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't claim to be a handyman, but that was uh, that was a solo project. Went off pretty well. Um, but, you know, I, you walk into some people's show barns, and you're just like, how did you, how did you think of that? Like, yeah. it could be the most simple things is like, which way gates open? Oh, that's huge. Or, or, or it's, um, you know, knowing which direction the wind commonly blows from and how your barn's set up to to be able to pull in, air in and out. I got a great idea. Okay. So we're, you know, we're, we're, uh, I don't know, you shouldn't call us TikTokers, but we are on TikTok I, to flip through videos. Yeah. So have you seen the one where like everybody has that cool thing in their house? Well, this one is mine. Oh, do a show, show barn. barn. Yeah. Oh, Jinx, you owe me another Coke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Like, here's my cool thing. Yeah, here's here's the cool thing we have in our show barn. Yeah. Or going to be like a cool latch that nobody's seen before. Yep. Oh, man. How about this? If you're listening to this or watching this, get on the Snapchat right now and send us what is cool in your barn or something that you may have welded yourself or made yep. yourself or a cool bucket rack or whatever. What, whatever you think is cool in your show barn, hit us up at Stock Talk Pod on Snapchat. Dude. We might have just come up with something there. Mm. We'll share it on. We're, we'll share it on our socials. We'll pick some. Yeah, why not? I'm all about that. I didn't know hats off was going to lead to this. Yeah, Boy. well, that's a good hats off. That's I a like good. That one. Yeah, thanks. I was just thinking about you know because um, with our move and stuff, we have you know new show barn set up. Well, like our show barn also doubles as our lambing barn, but when we're done lambing, gets converted over. Yeah, and uh, you know we've we've kind of reorganized and changed some things around and. We were able to do things before we didn't have previously because of how we've changed the uh, 
kind of the layout of the yeah. show barn. So. That's something I've noticed. See, what was nice was when we were in Juco at Blackhawk, we went a lot of places to work out, right. and some of those were show barns. And I've got me a little black book of ideas. Mm. I mean, when I get my forever place, there's going to be some implementations. Ooh, another thing to another add. Another one. Another thing to add to the uh, sending of your most, the coolest things in your show barn. Um, I also want to see, like, I want to know what the coolest show barn somebody's ever been in. Yeah. Like, I want to know where they're at, so then maybe I can go make a visit someday. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, like, I've seen some. So, like, send us send us your favorite location, also, of some show barns that you've seen. doesn't have to be yours. could be yours. If yeah. it's yours, then good for you. Heck, yeah. If your favorite show barns you've ever seen is the one that you're showing out of, that's... Just give us a little tour if you want, you know. Yeah. Be cool. And And I know that we've talked about, you know, facilities aren't everything, but when the facilities are awesome... Yeah. You can usually count on pretty good livestock coming out of those, too. Yep, that's yeah. true. Wow. Um, speaking of pretty good livestock and, and some cool things uh, that we get to see, how about legacy livestock imaging? Yeah, yeah. Heidi Anderson, uh, number one, her episode was amazing. Yes. Uh, number two, she is an incredible photographer. I st- I've been asking for my wife to get me a print yeah. for our anniversary slash you would you would birthday. have to sit down for a full week to pick out your favorite print from Legacy Livestock Imaging. Uh, yeah, there's so many different ones that that are that are really cool. But the other thing is too is what I'm looking forward to is when these live shows pick pick back up, mm-hmm. the ring shots that they yeah. get are just nuts. So visit LegacyLivestock.com. Legacy Livestock Imaging. I messed it up. I knew I did. That's why I was looking at you to <laughs> correct me. You did. Thanks. That's so all good. Uh, Thanks, Legacy. Yeah, Lifestyle incredible Imaging pictures for being supporters. Um, we we had talked with Heidi about doing some TikToking. Yeah, those are going to be collab coming. TikTok collab, stock talk TikTok, whatever. I don't know. So, all right, next topic here we got on our <sighs> little I'm gonna, laptop. I'm here. gonna I'm gonna upset some people. I think maybe. Well, you know, we don't want to just be surface talk here. Stock talk is about adapting adapting and overcoming but we also want to dig into what people are thinking uh what maybe we just want to just share some thoughts so luckily um there is some light at the end of the tunnel we've been saying states are starting to open back up little by little uh and there's a bunch of guidelines in place the problem comes and i know Corey has a bunch of thoughts about this every state's different i'm going to a show out of the state the end of this month i mean it's happening Fight club. And then the next week after that, another state. Fight club. So, yeah. so um, they're, they're happening. It's, it's, they're going to go out and about, but we have to understand that um, this decision does not come from one person. True. Um, That's, yes. There's, there's state and local health guidelines that are in place to try their best to open up big events. And it's not going to happen yep. overnight, but there are some things that we have discussed on the phone a couple times mm-hmm. when we see these things start opening up. So I'm going to leave the floor to you, and then I'll input where I feel need. Well, I, I would first like to preface this with uh, I'm not calling out individuals. I, I am not calling out um, any, anybody in particular. Now, everybody will know that there are some powers that be that do influence these decisions. And I can only speak on the state of Indiana. Um, currently, 
I, I know that there are some other states doing things similarly uh, to an effect. So it was just announced last Friday that the state of Indiana will be having county fairs. Mm-hmm. And that's great. It's exciting. We're happy for it. However, I think that the introduction of some of this could probably have gone a little differently. Yeah. And so until you read the fine print, you're excited. And then you read the fine print. And then there's all kinds of of rules and regulations and guidelines. So uh, for those that don't know, the state of Indiana has a five-stage plan to reopen. So our governor has announced that. And I don't want to get real political, but... Personally, I think it's a great idea. It's a great mm-hmm. plan. Hopefully, we'll be open by July 4th. That's the goal. And and so, obviously, that opens the door wide open for county fairs um, to start in July. And the biggest thing that I think we all need to look forward to is the fact that we're going to have stock shows. Right. Number one. But on the flip side of that, when you start reading through the fine print of some of the details on regulations and guidelines that are going to be put in place. Um, things like wearing masks in the show ring, staying six feet apart, um, showing off trailers only, all those things. Those It's so important that we have these shows, number one. But number two, let's make it easy for everybody. Right. There's going to be people out there that maybe don't have access to certain things, but, but you know, they got their project ready and mm-hmm. that, and that's their big expense. We all know financially things are tough right now for a lot of people. So why are we going to put just another barrier and another burden on trying to exhibit livestock when we have the opportunity right. to, I want to stop you right there while you collect your thoughts. <sighs> Speaking you. of the financial burden, um, as you know, from other episodes, I am on a committee of the Buckeye livestock expo mm-hmm. and we are very excited. We're still trying to make that thing happen. So a lot of these thoughts are coming from experience and multiple meetings and great people to work with. And something that came to mind, and this isn't speaking on Buckeye livestock Expo's behalf. This is speaking on my personal thoughts is not only are families going through a little tough time with finances so are all the companies mm-hmm. and those who typically donate every single year may not be able to this year. Right. With that, keep in mind that payouts may not be what they used to be mm-hmm. uh, because there are not as much donations and it all costs money. I don't care who it is. It's going to cost money to run a pig show tin, or a livestock show of any kind. Tin staffle. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch. Yeah. So, Well, all I'm saying is appreciate the livestock show. Understand that you're going to a livestock show to exhibit your animal, period. Yes. You're not there. You're there to win. Don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to win. But if you don't go to a show because it's not paying over $1,000, let's let's relook at this. That's on you. Yeah. Um, Sorry to interrupt. No, totally agree. Well, and then, you know, the. I guess my whole point is, is that, you know, Again, I, I am all for making sure that that everybody's health and and safety is a priority. Right. In my and this is my personal opinion. I would think that some folks would tend to agree, but I think that we live in a free country. Mm-hmm. I know we live in a free country. There's there's a constitution that tells me so. Um, but the other, <laughs> if you don't feel well. 
if you feel like you're at risk to getting this disease or being sick in general, um, stay home. Yep. I, I don't feel like I could jump in a NASCAR and drive 212 miles around a track safely. So I choose not to do it. Yep. We're in a free country. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I firmly believe that, that when it comes to these shows, if we just give people the chance to show up and show like they've been used to showing. And, and, and I get it. If we have to, if we have to change and we have to do certain things in order to have a show, I could maybe get on board with that. Yeah. But we are, we are, we aren't even into June yet. Yeah. And we're making decisions and, and setting up these guidelines for the are, entire summer, for the entire summer that are so precautionary that it's like, you know, I think Zwilling said it best. Like, let's, let's be let's be proactive and 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 positive and, and forward thinking but let's not be reactive to what the current situation's telling right. us like let's wait let's see because by you know if in indiana if we hit stage 5 by july 1st it's supposed to open completely up july 4th if we hit that stage 5 there should be no reason anybody should be wearing a mask in public, in right. my opinion. Yep. And and if they choose not to be, like it should not be a guideline, shouldn't be a regulation. Like if that's the plan, that's the plan. Yep. And if we get there, we're there. Yeah. Let's let's not make it harder for everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. Um, and I understand too. Like, let's be honest. If the the county commissioner comes to us as the Buckeye Livestock Expo and says, "Hey, you can have the show, but." You have to temp take a temperature of every single exhibitor and their family that's there, and the judge, all of you, and every single person on this fairgrounds has to wear a mask. But you can have the show. You bet your butt we're doing all those things. Masking up. So I, I understand both sides because yeah. it's it's covering your legalities. It's covering your uh, your you know if somebody were to get sick. It's covering your insurance as far as right. we are trying our best yes. to put those in. But I understand where you're coming from also of like, you should understand the risk. And here in Ohio. Well, exactly. You should understand the risk. And and the li and, and liability should not be on whatever is going, whatever right. the event is. It should be on the people that decide yeah, exactly. to show up. When you go to Walmart, it's the same risk. If I choose to go out and drive on the road. And I get, I, I drive and I flip my car end over end and, and nobody touches me or nothing happens. That's, that's my fault. Yeah. My insurance pays for it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and if I go and I crash into somebody else or they crash into me, totally different scenario. Yeah. Because when it comes to this, in my opinion, I don't think, you know, people should be held responsible for their actions. Yes. But I don't think it, it, it should come at a cost of, of people's freedoms. Right. Well, like here in Ohio, uh, the big uh, tobacco now is that the Ohio show circuit has closed it to Ohio exhibitors only. And they decided that as a committee to uh, eliminate any anybody from traveling outside the state coming in uh, because the state requests that there is a 14-day self-quarantine if you do happen to come from outside of the state borders so oops they are shutting down every outside exhibitor to never come into the state 
So again, they did this for the entire summer, and every single jackpot show that they that is underneath the OPIG's umbrella. So what happens May f- or June first when every single family that can no longer come to Ohio is now going somewhere else because they can go to that other state and right. show. And we decided back in mid-May that we're not going to have anybody but Ohio exhibitors come in. And I fully understand that our priority here in Ohio is Ohio showmen, as is yeah. Indiana, Indiana showmen, wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. But when you when the state starts reopening even further, that's going to be a big detriment. It's going to get to a point where things are going to need to change. And and, and I am hopeful, and, and I do think realistically that people will adapt to change. You know, And, and when from, they come in, they're going to change too, probably. Yeah, from, but, from a government official level, that's, yeah. But rolling this stuff out right now, yeah. when there's already panic and uncertainty going on, come on. Yeah, and I know you got to make decisions, and you got to give people a, something to uh, read and get out there. But right. At the same time, like, let's not... Hey, say we're just going to have shows and guidelines and all that stuff will be determined when we get closer to the time to go. Right. That's yeah, the easiest thing, in my opinion. I know it's tough, and there's a lot of angry people. And and honestly, I totally understand the where the committee comes from oh, when they make those decisions. Well, because your hands are tied. And, and it's like, you're you're danged if you do, you're danged if you don't. Right. And and I feel like that's what this entire situation has been whenever you know this COVID started. And... And, you know, I am, again, I am all about keeping people safe and healthy. By no means do I wish anybody to get sick. Yep. And, but I just keep going back to the, if you don't feel well, you feel like you're at risk, stay home. Yeah. Yeah. If you are not comfortable traveling, don't do it. Nobody's making you. Yep. But if you're ready to go, let's go. Yeah. Be, yep. be careful and get after it. And I know uh, people are going to pull up this episode in the future be like, well, the Buckeye Livestock Expo is Ohio exhibitors only. and da, da, da. Well, It's probably because we had to. Because if we don't have to, we're not going to do it. Right. <laughs> so, anyway, Jeez. we'll put a cork in that one for now. For now. I can, I can, uh, I could just, I could talk about that one for a little while because it, it truly does, it, it makes me so excited that we were on the verge of having shows, live shows, but then they just, they just never want to let us go. Yeah, I know. All and, right. Yeah. And Lots I, of thoughts there. Yeah. I, and I don't know anybody affected by it, personally. I've asked everybody I come in contact with. I there, just There's I, actually a local county here that uh, they've recorded two deaths, and one of which they're not sure if it was an OD or a COVID death because technically he died from overdose, but they swabbed him. And he came back positive, so therefore it's a COVID death. The other one was a heart attack. Swabbed her. Test came back positive. So therefore, two positive COVID deaths. Hmm. Uh, Emily and I talk about this often, is there is a lot of government funding and grants now for those uh, facilities who do have more COVID cases than others. So... I, I Does it, it makes you wonder if they amp up the numbers a little bit to get that yeah. kind of funding. I don't know. I, I hear this is just what you hear, right? Right. Yeah. The same thing I just came out of my mouth. It's yeah, all here. Yeah. Uh, but I also heard that it's kind of pointless to get the antibody test right now. Yeah. It's a waste of 125 bucks. It's yeah. It's probably I've like, I have a comparison, but I probably shouldn't say it. Yeah. Like I, I there's 
don't know, my wife and my father-in-law both got sick back in December. And about two weeks later, I came down with the same thing. Couldn't figure out what it was, but we, we all kicked it. Yeah. It makes me want to go and just see. If you have it, yeah. If, you know, if, if I had the antibodies, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, as much, we travel all over, judge livestock shows and you at work or whatever. Eat sandwiches and, with poop on our hands. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've come in contact with so many people, shaking the hands of every kid that comes in the ring. Like, they're. But, 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 Trevor. If you have an underlying health condition, or if you are immunodeficient, what what do you think you'd be doing? Yeah, you, I would I would probably be staying inside, right, and not coming in contact with all these people. Don't want to risk it to get the biscuit. I'd right. rather cook it in my oven at home. Right, but I like biscuits, and I'm going to go out and get them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, let's let's officially put a cork in that one. All right, another new segment. Uh We finally found some music for this one. Let's go. The Breakdown. Brought to you by Brad Hal Ford out of Kokomo, Indiana. Award-winning customer service and high-quality vehicles. Both new, used, and other. Yes. Thanks to our good folks at Brad Hal Ford. Visit Brad Hal Ford. You can go to their website, check out their inventory, schedule a test drive. That's right. Pretty cool. What are we breaking down this week, Corey? We are breaking down... Something that we actually saw, uh, and I cannot remember who sent it to us, but uh, it was an Instagram. Yep. And it was actually pretty timely. This was, I think, last week. Got a screenshot of, there There was a picture of a lady wearing a t-shirt. It's like that viral it said, now. That it said, like, 4-H teaches kids to grow and kill their animals or kill their pets or something stupid like that. And and I could say something stupid like that because it's our show. Yeah. This is not probably how I'd communicate to this to the other side, even right. though I really want to. We're speaking to the choir here. So, yes. We are going to break down communicating with the other side. What's the other side? The other side is uneducated people. The other side is people that share and support HSUS, PETA, other organizations that try to destroy the animal agriculture industry, which has so much to do with what we get to do every day right. in showing and raising show stock. So... Let's break it down. All right. Well, we have talked about this a couple other times. Yes. And other, uh, it always, it's a revolving door. It'll always come back. It is. Unfortunately. It's because they're so loud. So you remember the Impossible Whopper came out, and it was like, oh, my oh, gosh, yeah. now everybody's going to da-da-da. Now, what's crazy is now our food chain's all screwed up. Wendy's is no longer doing, or select Wendy's are no longer doing burgers. Yeah. Pulled in one the other day, and I was like, they only uh, got chicken. Yeah. So that's wild. Which I will say, Wendy's chicken nugs, not bad. Mm, yeah, I'm big on the uh, spicy chicken sandwiches. Too. I like the wraps. Yeah, I got good wraps. So I'm fat. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so I did see this, and as you guys know, uh, my fiance Emily is the biggest advocate when it comes for uh, social media. An advocate. An advocate. Um, and she's way better at it than I am because I get a little frustrated, and I've talked about this multiple times on the show. Mm-hmm. Um. I will say that this particular post that you're talking about, it is a shirt that you know it has like FFA and 4-H member teach their kids to kill animals or something yeah, really something. ignorant yep. like that. This is a tactic to get our attention and the attention of others. I will repeat, this is a attempt to get our attention and the attention of others. I didn't time up my clapping very well. <laughs> I was trying to do like, you know, like the, this is the reason we all <laughs> hate so, this. So, 
the okay they do this to do for this exact purpose we're talking about it right now they want us to talk about it yeah if they did not want their face out there in front of the world they wouldn't have posted the picture and this girl has not only this is not her first oh first no first rodeo oh, she's no. 17 years old first rodeo huh <laughs> she's 17 years old she she has hardly any experience now there's a lot of awesome 17 year olds out there it's nothing against the age it's her yeah and she talks about and she's kind of endorsed by some um animal activist groups and she's uh she's a poster child so she uh emily was telling me that she was out uh uh, in the in front of a facility and all white being covered in fake blood because why use real blood oh yeah so um anyway so those of you who have not seen it uh it's just a, a that shirt her wearing that shirt now Corey, we want we want to tell our folks here because we're preaching to the choir we're just kind of blowing off steam here but we cannot share this post no this do, post do should not. never be shared on any social media whatsoever and it's not and it's not just this post it's it's the videos it's the ignorant comments it's it's all that stuff the the more here's what people you guys need to realize this and we've talked about it several times is that on social media there is algorithms in place that will make certain things appear on your timeline right and if you're an ag person and you wonder why that particular picture or video or post has appeared on your timeline and you don't agree with it that's exactly why it's appeared on your timeline that's exactly right and the other part is is that when you share that you just shared it to however many more people that may agree or disagree with it. Yep. It doesn't matter. The simple fact is you're continuing to push the message out there. And what we are absolutely terrible at in the livestock industry is being just as loud. Yeah. As Why not are. share the, 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 just your kid out in the barn brushing them like that. If we could get somebody living in a 20 store apartment building to share one of our posts and say, wow, look how awesome this is. Yeah. We're winning. Yeah. And that's the problem. I mean, we've talked about this. Negativity is so much louder than positivity, unfortunately. But we cannot share that stuff. We yeah. can talk about it amongst our group, but better yet, right. just say, this is totally false. I'd love to show you. And we've talked about this so many times. I yep. don't want to be a broken record. But to that uh, specific post, I appreciate our Instagrammer uh, for giving us that message. Um, but it is something that we have to stay on the forefront of, especially when our... Uh, protein chain is at a all-time low yep uh in a time that nobody knew was coming really and uh you know there's a lot of susceptibilities when it comes to our food chain but we also have to appreciate the fact that that's never going to go away it's just at a little low point right now yep okay and here's the last thing i'll say about this when you're communicating with what we call the other side the dark side yeah Look, I am your father. I don't know why I just did that. (laughs) When you're communicating with the other side, there's really only two outcomes. You can be a positive advocate to possibly change somebody's mind or just simply educate them. Mm -hmm. Or you can be just as nasty and mean to them and call them idiots and bad names and things that probably are true, however, not appropriate. Right. And make us look just as bad as them. That's the thing. Yeah. You you trust me, when I see somebody holding up a poster that says cows are family, not food, or whatever, 
I think they're just as big of idiots as the rest of you guys do. I truly do. Mm-hmm. Will I ever say that to them? No. And you also have to understand. Well, I think about it. Absolutely. Right. You have to also understand that don't go into that conversation with the goal to convert them. Right. You just, have to just go into the conversation like, can I just share my side right. real quick? And they don't have to agree, but as long as they heard it and you stayed cool, that's why I took a long time to to realize that. Oh, dude, I, I was, I was, I should have had this conversation with myself like 15 years ago. Yeah, it took a long time for me to understand, like, I want everybody to eat meat. Don't get me wrong. That's, yeah. I think that's the most efficient way to get protein, but... There is other people who just either can't or won't, or for some reason right. they just don't don't believe in it. So that's fine, but just make sure that when you do have those conversations, don't go in the mindset of you have to do it my way, right. because that is that's just the start of an argument. Because we live in a free country, Trevor, that's, and people can choose to do whatever the heck they want, whether right. you agree with it or not. So just you know, just explain like honestly, that's false or whatever. When you read an article, make sure you know where that article comes from. When you watch a documentary, see Fact who funded check. it. Uh, there's a lot of misled information out there when it comes down to dollars and cents because movie makers will do anything that the public, that they want the public to view when it comes down to who's funding it. Please understand that being rude and mean to somebody who has made the post or whatever, you're, you're not going to get anywhere. There is just a simple fact that there is people that have their minds so made up, they'll never change it. That's right. Unless something traumatic or drastic or whatever happens to them. What you can do is you can be an educator to those that are liking and following that post. Yep. And commenting also that you can shed light on a situation. And and, and that's all you got to do. Come in, say what you got to say about how great the industry is, all the positive things, and get out. Don't banter back and forth. You're never going to get anywhere with people like that. Right. Eventually, those people will either change their mind or die of starvation. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I'm kidding. You can't. I mean, there's lots of ways to ingest protein yeah. and survive. But. It, it, it wears me out. It, I, I, like I said, my fiance is so much better at it than I am. But it just wears me out that they don't want. Some of them just don't want to don't want to know because they'd rather just go their own path. So, well, yeah. And, and they'd, they'd rather, you know, it is what it is. Right. It, right. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. Well, let's talk about another presenting sponsor, uh, a, a really, really good friend of ours, Tarbell Marketing and Design. Jace Tarbell, uh, moving to Missouri. That's right. Good, uh, getting out of California, which can't blame him, although I did see some awesome Snapchats. Yeah, whole time, whole time zone closer, actually. Yeah, whole time zone closer. Um, so Tarbell Marketing and Design, go check him out on all the social media channels. Head over to his website. It's, uh, I mean, anything that we have done from now on is going to be Pretty much inspired by Jace because right. um, we're we're rocking and rolling here uh, into some cool things. All the showman graphics uh, were Jace put together, and we're going to start working on some cool stuff. And what I think uh, a lot of people probably don't know is they see all Jace's cool designs and banners and graphics and all that stuff. But when it comes to marketing Ooh. and and getting your message and being different and thinking outside the box, don't just think outside of the box. Throw the damn box away. That's what he says. Yep. But, uh, wow. We have bi-weekly, just to give you some information, we have bi-weekly meetings yep. with Jace himself. And his mark, 
understand, like Corey said, he's an artist. There's no no doubt about it. But understand didn't, that... Didn't go to school for it, by the way. Yeah, isn't that crazy? But understand that he understands the marketing side behind what it takes to create a graphic or an ad or whatever. So he understands what people want to see and would rather see. So when he's making your logo and your designs, which if you have never had any business with him before, you just got 15% off. Bingo, bongo. That's his words. Bingo. If you're a new customer. Bingo, bongo, mango are not his words. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're a new customer and have never used Tarbell Marketing Design, 15% off. If you mention, you heard his ad on Stock Talk. So, so that's cool. Yeah. Jace is a real deal. But speaking of adding him to the team, let's talk a little bit about what's going to happen with Stock Talk. What's the future of this deal? Uh, the future, well, we just hosted an online show. Who would have thought that would have happened? Didn't think that was going to happen. Um, you know, we're we're working right now. Uh, we've talked in the past about our, our show tour, mm-hmm. uh, powered by Honor Show Feed, Perina Honor Show Feed. And um, that's that's still very much a thing. Um, you know, Angus Junior Nationals just announced uh, recently they're heading to Oklahoma. Going to Tulsa. Um, that'll be good. I, I've heard Hereford's still kind of on track right now, yep. um, which, which will be there too. And... And, uh, you know, if the plan works this fall, we'll be at Tulsa and Kansas city and, and Louisville. And so there's, there's lots of things happening and, and boy, we got our fingers crossed. This, this show is going to happen in Des Moines cause oh. that's going to be epic. Yes. Um, the first but, one. but, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot. So, you know, that's on the forefront and, and there, there could be some virtual options we're talking about some, some other different things, but. I'm ready for some new apparel, Trev. Yeah, that's the that's another uh, short-term future plan is our apparel line is getting reamped. If you get on our website now, you're going to get a little discouraged because we have put things to a halt. We still have a little bit of T-shirts left. Yeah. Got some but, beanies if, yeah. you're, if you're cold. Yeah, we. I mean, we've got a little bit, but understand that we're reamping everything, and it's all takes time. Uh, we want to get the showman now. The showman's over. Uh, we're going to put that on the front burner now yep. and start designing some of that. We love to hear your input. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh, I'll tell you live. I don't care if she says this or hears this or not. But Brandon Lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to her when we were uh, after she was done judging the the showman, and she asked if we had any onesies available. Onesies. So I was like, hey, we'll put that on the list. Oh, so, how about that? You know. But we want. We also. We truly want to know. Like, what would you want to buy, or what would you want to wear every day? Um, Designs. Because, do you do you want graphic tees? Do you want tees with quotes on them? Do you want hoodies still? Do you want rain jackets? I know I do. Yeah. Do you want? You know what I mean? There's different hats or style, whatever. But the door yeah. is wide open. Just tell us what uh, what you think there. You know, since we're since we're telling each other things uh, live, um, I want to tell our audience this live. Um, we don't pay or we don't pay well. We'll be nice to you and we'll, we'll help you out. We're looking for bloggers. Oh yeah. We're looking for bloggers. Okay. So if, if you, um, have an idea for a blog related to the show stock industry that you would like featured, not only on our, on our website, um, but you know, potentially being, having, uh, some segments maybe on the show, some other stuff, we will, we will work with you. Um, all ages. I don't care. I don't care if you're if you're 14 years old and think you have a lot to say. Yep. I'm all for it. Um, because this podcast, like Trevor always says, if this podcast is just a podcast, it will die a slow, painful death. That's right. Speaking we of, uh, we're not going to let all of our chips out here, but the uh, 
we have what seven steps in our plan seven step plan and we're on step two we got five more steps to go so yeah <laughs> just uh just to give you perspective on where we're at a lot of interesting things that we've got coming um and we'll continue to work with so true man i've got all uh all my thoughts out there so far for this week yeah if i continued to spill thoughts it'd probably get me in trouble yeah so just kidding i just yeah it's it's fun it's been a fun episode yeah Guys, uh, we appreciate every single one of you, and uh, tune in every single week. Get on our website, uh, stocktalk-podcast.com. Uh, check out The Showman if you didn't before. We'll have those uh, videos up on our YouTube page as well. Thanks for watching the first ever YouTube video here on Stock Talk Podcast. We'll see you next week.